your short track racing connection. Broadcasting from the Fireside Beverage Studios, this is the Turn 4 Podcast. Look for us every Tuesday where all major podcasts are found. Like us on Facebook at Turn 4 Podcast. And now, DJ and Zach, take it away. Right. So this week's guest, Stephen Dickey. So Stephen, I know you're from you. You've raced the Hudson Lee area, correct? For the majority of your racing career. I know we we kind of talked before we just came on. You've ridden Claremont twice. Twice. Thrown out once. We won't talk about that. That was <laughs> four, fourteen years ago. So it was like three owners ago. So we're okay. Wow. So what did what did you actually start racing in? Um, in 1996, I think it was at Hudson. I ran a, uh, <clears throat> I ran an enduro when I was 14. That seems to be a common theme for a lot yeah. of guys that stick around this. Yeah, well, Hudson. I mean, <laughs> it's usually what you get into. You start doing an enduro of some sort. Yeah. Back when I was, uh, you know, back when I was a kid, they didn't have any of those entry level kids divisions or anything like that. Yeah. So, um, you know, my family. I'm third generation, so my family's been doing it. Since I want to say Hudson Speedway first opened, so Hudson, Westboro, Pines, wow, uh, all that stuff back, you know, back in the forties, fifties, sixties, or whatever the hell it was, um, when all that stuff started. Yeah, so I, my dad was racing in the eighties and nineties, and we they kind of actually my family kind of stepped away from it for a while. Really, and me and my older brother, my older brother, you know, he got his license. He's like, hey, let's go to the racetrack. Like, well, hell yeah. I mean, that's all I see around my, all my, Everything. my, my grandparents' house, my dad's house, just pictures, trophies. I mean, I remember going to the track with my dad, yeah. Star Speedway, Hudson Speedway, stuff like that. And uh, we went, and I don't think it ever stopped. So now I did, blame my brother for that. But. Did you ever venture up towards Maine being down that way? Did you go to like not, Oxford or anything like not, that? Not as a kid. I, did, I have been up to Maine, the, and you know, in the past um, five or four or five years, I've, I was running the past mod for uh, Ben Bozowski for a little while, and we would venture up that way. Mm-hmm. We ran. I think I want to say I ran three up there, and I got a couple podiums. Couldn't seem to figure that parking lot out. Oh, I know. People, you either love it or you hate it. There's, like, no in-between. of like, ah, it's an okay track. It's, like, it's just terrible. Uh, so, 14 years old, run your first Enduro. Were you legally allowed to run that day, or were you running under an assumed name? Uh, running under assumed name. So, like, <laughs> a, qu- a quick story on the situation. My mother had a car. It was a Subaru wagon, and uh, I took it for a joyride at 14 years old and crashed into a ditch. So, that was... Oh, that was so a start of it that was a start and uh i ended up fixing what i broke and turned it into an enduro car and the deal was it was how i was trying to hide so my brother me and my brother uh like kind of were gonna switch was switching off on the uh on the driving so i didn't get caught i mean i was so scared of getting caught that's I'm awesome like, i'm never gonna be able to race again if i get caught <laughs> like that is it. that was fantastic. what my mind told me so yeah we did we ran that and banged it up a little bit and then um Pretty much, I want to say, yeah, the next year, we built a um, Kenny Stewart, which I'm sure you've heard. Kenny and Kevin Stewart, they own that. They own the, uh, a Whalen Tour car, yep. which I don't know if they do anymore. I think they're kind of... Uh, I think they're getting out, actually, getting out coming into this year, yeah. But his brother, Kenny, built me, built my dad a, you know, a race car, um, like what they called rookie stocks at Hudson Speedway, and okay. it was in 2000 and... I'm sorry, 90, <laughs> 97, I think it was there. And we ran... 
you know, uh, I mean, that's when there was 25, 30 cars out there every so week. rookie stock, is that like a metric car? Or is it a Camaro? They had, they had both. Yeah. Um, we had a metric car. 305s, 350s, do you remember? 350s. Yep. Um, automa- the automatics, supposedly no power glides. <laughs> stock rear ends, stuff like that. Um, yeah, we had, a, we had a motor in the thing that we got from a guy that raced at Lee, a buddy of my dad's. And, you know, I wanted to paint it all up nice. And my dad's like, oh, the worse it looks, the least it'll look at it. So that's kind of hey, it's That's not a bad way to look at it. My dad had race cars, and they were called, you know, they, he was never about appearance when it came to race cars. I'm about appearance. I want a sign company, everything I want. I want to look good. Um, he actually had a race. He had a race car nicknamed the Painted Trash Can. The painted <laughs> trash can. That may be the greatest name of, for a car we've ever had. How long did he race it for? He, I, want, I don't know about that particular car. I ran it a bunch of years and uh, <laughs> the Bud Lights at Star Speedway. Actually, he won with it um, uh, maybe once or twice. He won with it. I mean, he was racing against people like names you probably hear up here. Peter Vendaka, yeah. Crowley, uh, Jeff Crowley, I want to say was a guy out there. Um, I mean, there's a bunch of names, you know, back in Gahan, Bobby Gahan, that's yeah. a New England, well-known New England name. Yeah, he was racing with those people. This, I mean, and he was able to pull off a win with the painted trash can. Was, I think it was written right in the paper, the painted trash can. Oh, my God. That's <laughs> fantastic. So, again, so you're late 90s. You're in these hobby stocks. How long did you stick around in the hobby stock division for? I'd say we ran the – I ran that rookie stock. I want to say I only ran it one season. We ran the full season. Wow. Don't I think uh, I think I maybe got one win or my or a second I can't really remember back back that far. Obviously, there's been a lot of uh, activities since then. <laughs> since then, <laughs> twenty years worth of racing, yeah. twenty five years yeah. worth of racing, uh, and um, and I think I think that was the end of it. So they my fam, my parents built me this race car. My dad and my mother put some money into it. You know, I was 15 years old. Technically, wasn't supposed to be racing at the time. Technically, you were 16 on paper before this. Before, <laughs> this is, yeah, this is before you could you know be a kid and race. Yep. Yeah, we were hiding it, and then actually they celebrated my 16th birthday at the track and made a big deal out of it, which was so Weber knew at the Weber Bob Weber Senior at the time knew. You know, knew I was underage, but everybody was kind of... Just let it slide. Nobody's asking questions. You just keep rolling. Yeah, so that's what we did. And then, um, so I raced the full season there. I got Rookie of the Year. Um, I can't even... I'm trying to think of where where I moved after that. I mean, I, I didn't race a lot of full seasons. Yep, just kind of part time here and there as you could. So it was 96... And then I think I just ventured off to racing Enduros, and so they left, left. Here's a car you got to pay for it. I'm like, 16 years old. <laughs> yeah, uh, this isn't gonna work. So yeah, we ended up that, that car ended up. I don't even know where the hell that car ended up with. I think like Scotty Duval's brother or something ended up with it, or some one of those guys ended up with that car. And um, then a couple of years later, I was racing spectator races and <laughs> stuff like that, just having fun, doing what I could do on my own, and. Um, then uh, I got a guy, it was this guy, Mark Freer. I ran a spectator car for him, and you know, we put in, they were building them back then. I mean, they were starting to run tires. I was going to say. And I'm like, it was getting a little carried away in the mid to late 90s. And then 2000, and I think it was 2000, we brought, he, he, he's like, oh, let's go race, let's go race uh, rookies. It was going to be rookie stocks we were going to race, and Georgie Baldwin put a cage in a car and did a bunch of work to it for us. And, um, that was the first year that McKennedy built a car, and they built a, a machine. <laughs> I'm like, I'm just going to move up a division instead of race against that thing. <laughs> and then we ended up running well in the, well, that's what they called the Strictly Stocks. I mean, the divisions were so close. It was rookies, Strictly's, and street stocks. And the average person 
probably couldn't tell from the grandstands. No, I mean, they sound a little bit different. The bodies were hung a little bit different, but they were really very close. Between the Strictlys and rookies, I believe it all, I think it was tires and transmissions is really what separated the two of them. Um, back, you know, back then, but there was a lot of more people interested in racing, so they had the cars, car, car counts up, so you could have, you know, different all these different levels, you know, micro steps. I guess you would were say. these stock metric chassis and stock Camaro chassis at this point, or were they kind of getting to that point where they started becoming more of a tube chassis type deal? I, I mean, I want to say some of the street stocks then were starting to starting to back then. I mean, what those are, what those were then, were kind of what you have now as a that evolved from a strictly stock or a hobby stock or I don't know what you guys call them out here, and they kind of merged into one. You know, yeah. four nine inch rear ends. You can cut them up a little bit. Yeah, kind of keep your factory as a as Alvio would say stock location stuff. <laughs> stock stock location. You, you know, can adjust busting. it, but it's stock location. Yeah, he's always busting my nuts on that. <laughs> um, but yeah. So, like I said, those three, I mean, like I took a car that we primarily built to be a rookie stock, and we ran strictly stocks with it. I mean, I still had the automatic transmission, the stock rear end in it at the time, um, and we were able to compete. I know we got a win that year with uh, with Mark and the team and all that. And, um, yeah, it's, it's, so they went from there, and then I, he, at the end of the year, he gave me the car to do whatever. Like, you know, he was moving or something, I forget, and I ended up buying a car from Lee, and um, so this means we're only on. We're already up to two thousand and one. I went from ninety seven. I ran my first year, and then I didn't race again for another season until nine two thousand. So first season, yeah, I was doing some random stuff here and there. And then in ninety, sorry, two thousand and one, I stepped into the hobby stocks at Lee. Yeah, and we bought a car from Sean Case, Sean Case's family or whatever. And um, we ran 2001, finished second in points up there. So not a bad year. No, not for moving from, you know, Hudson going to Lee is like, I mean, I felt like I was, uh, I went from, you know, it's just like going to the cup level. Oh, yeah, because Lee's huge compared to Hudson. Yeah, it's a beautiful facility. I mean, I'll obviously be, obviously, always have my heart at Hudson Speedway, but he was just like, I wanted some prestige. And and I I was like, I'm going to go race a NASCAR sanctioned track and and all that. And um, I might might have been second in points that first year. I mean, I'm sorry, third in points the first year. And then we set out the next year to win the championship, and we ended up doing that in 2003. Wow! And then after that, I got my I got real excited. I'm like, I'm the best there is, so I'm going to go buy a late model. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and we went off and bought a we bought a late model out of um, New York. There was an eight like an, I want to say it was an ACT car. Yeah. Because they, they switched the rules that year. They were running at Lee that year in 2000. And I'm going to have to put it together. Yeah, 2000. I think it was 2004. They switched from running like Camaro Snout big spring chassis type stuff yep. as late models to more like the act style with coilovers and <laughs> racks and stuff like that. So I was like, I actually had two cars. I had a Camaro car that was a, was a, um, I want to say it was a Whedon chassis and, and you know, really good piece. And I was all excited about that. And then they changed the rules as we started to put this deal together. So you got to go get a new one. Like, you know, so I was in my head. I mean, the Camaro snow, actually a Camaro snow car won the championship in 2004. So I was in my own. I was in my own head. But I had to have. I had to have. A, you know. And that's the biggest thing in racing. People, you get as soon as you get in your own head on something, you're 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 already you're monkey see, you. monkey do, and we got to do it. Yeah. Yep. So, um, yeah. Two thousand and four ran a late model, and then I want to say I took some time off after that. No, I got a street stock, ran a little bit, and then I took some time off of that. Off after that, 
and then I think it skipped <laughs> another four or five years. And I was in my 20s, so I mean, I enjoyed going to the lake, and I had some other things. I mean, racing is not a day that doesn't go by within a couple hour period of time that I don't think about racing. At car. some point. It, it's every day. There's no doubt. Like, it happens. I don't, don't matter what happens in the day. At some point, I think about racing a car. Um, and then in 2000 and... I can't even think about this. In 2000 and... Actually, what did I say? 2004? I moved to North Carolina to go... No dream of racing. Just uh, move down there, get into the sign business, try to start a, get into a career of some sort. Yep. And that lasted only a few months, and I was back, <laughs> I was back home. That was right. That was the year... This is how I put the years together is by people that won championships or races, probably. <laughs> it was like Kurt Busch won the championship that year on, in the cup level. Yep. Um, and it was... Now, North Carolina was starting to kind of crash. Yeah. Like you could see, like, people... The company's closing down. People putting more of their... Like, there was a sign business I worked for. They were putting more of their stuff in-house, mm -hmm. like, all their stuff like that. And then... Um, so I moved back home. And, uh, I mean, you can stop me anytime because I'm... Just you're you're fine. Oh, this no. is, this is what great. we do, man. Yeah, this yeah. is exactly what we do. Like, I'm like, I'm starting to forget stuff. No, you're um, good. So then it was about... 2011, 10 or 11, I was wandering around Hudson Speedway, and um, this guy by the name of John Swain had a uh, Strictly stock, as they call it. Actually, no, it was a rookie stock. And that year, Star was running rookie stocks, which is basically a Strictly or a Streeter on radial tires. Yep. Um, they really, I mean, that car, I actually have that car in my backyard still. But, That's uh, awesome. <laughs> so the story with John was, he is the mildest mannered guy. You probably like ever like just kind of calm and i'm usually as most people know if you do know me i'm a, i can get a little wound up and <laughs> it happens and i had a nickname danger and that was for i guess for, for no reason right mm -hmm. um and i drove for him and we went off to star speedway and like we clicked and we were just winning all the time at star and then uh the next season we, he's like oh you want to do it again i mean and i'm like absolutely yeah why so wouldn't we, you i want to say we won 11 races in a row at star in the strictly stock division Jesus, him. But at the beginning of the year, we were laughing. At the beginning of that season, we were laughing the whole field, and I got into an altercation. Um, if Brett Cullerton actually watches this, good friend of Albie and all that, he, I was lapping him for third place or fourth place, and we connected, and he spun out. And Weber loves the show. So yes, Weber, he does. With, it was about six laps to go. Weber started me tail of. I don't know, close to twenty cars. And I'm like, I'm like, I had to. I'm like, I should be starting fourth because yeah. I, I lapped up the third place. Right. And I'm like, I'm like, oh, he wants to show. I'm going to give him a show. <laughs> and I came on the outside, and I ended up getting back up to third. And I spun out this guy by the name of Chris Ogovich, and he ended up in the infield on his roof. <laughs> it's Jesus, like, this, this thing was everything fell apart so fast. So Weber sat me out for a uh, Bob Senior sat me out for a. Uh, couple races and we came back with a goal of just winning as many times as we could and um we ran that for that whole season and then i stepped into we started 2012 i was racing at the end of 2011 i got an opportunity to drive a modified for wilcock bob wilcock senior okay and we went out and ran really well and actually finished second on the last race and um so I just had a good year. I, was, I want to say it was, two, it was either 2011 2012. I just had a phenomenal year. And I've been, to me, that's the year that put me, like, like gave me a presence of, like, all right, he can, he's not just a spectator racer. Or, you know, or just a street yeah, stock racer. Yeah. He's a driver. Yeah, he's like, you know, that's how, I, that's how I feel. So I feel like John Swain kind of put me on the map. And then, and then um, 
and then Wilcox gave me an opportunity. I mean, he knew my family and everything. My dad drove a car for him back in the 80s or whatever. So he gave me an opportunity. We ended up doing really well with it, and we came back the next year, and I started the season racing for John as well. In the in the strictly and the modified, so I'm going a star. Jesus, two, cars, two different animals, and um, I think I don't know if that's the year, but John Swain ended up uh, getting sick throughout. Uh, you know, at the end, uh, around that 2012 period of time, and he ended up passing away. And um, but he was just always like had my back. I mean, I could flip people over if we get into a pit fight. <laughs> he was there. He would just stand. Oh, he would just stand back, and then after the thing, I'd be like, hey. Are we good? He's like, hey, you do you. He's like, you're my driver. He's like, <laughs> you do you. He's like, he's like, you're my driver no matter what you do. He's like, I'm not getting into fights. But <laughs> he's like, you know, so he was uh, very, the guy was very good to me. He meant a lot. And he put me at, you know, always gave me a good race car to drive. I mean, I would show up on my Harley with my helmet on the back of the, on the back of the seat rest. And he wouldn't even let me touch it. Like have helmet, we'll travel. Yeah, yeah. It was, uh, it was kind of the dream, I guess. Um, for some people, some people love tinkering on them and working on them. I don't yep. mind doing it. If I have all the right stuff, I just never seem to have the right stuff or the attention span. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I can understand that. So, um, then we just focused on the Wilcox deal and we ended up racing that. For, I ran that whole season, and we were chasing the points all year. We almost, we almost won the championship that year. Got one feature win in a tour. It was a tour type. I was gonna say yeah. At Star, when they ran them, I mean, we ran against people. I mean, I think a guy from this area would be uh, Boniface. Yeah. So he ran yeah. with yeah. he ran with us, and um, you know, and so, so I mean, it was some good good quality know, equipment. Quality. I mean, it wasn't you know tour tour guys, but I mean, it was. Guys that could win on the, I don't know if what they call the MRS, a true value tour back then. It would have been true yeah, value true tour. Value. Good call. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, and then we ended up getting an opportunity at a guy across the street from my shop where we worked on the race cars. And the guy was kind of a, I don't know, I hate to talk like this, but it's like he was kind of like, kind of a haunt. And it, it kind of, it was a, it kind of a, it was kind of hard because he kept saying he wanted to go race loud. I want to go race loud. And I want to go race loud. And I'm like, buy a car. Yeah. I'm like, he's like, well, can you race loud? And I go, I'll do that if I can find it. If I can find out, so I talked to Bodine, and I had run. I mean, there's a few other races I run throughout this time. I ran New Smyrna a couple times for Jim Daly. I mean, I can't. I'll be here all day if I tell you all the little yeah. all the little tidbits I did. But so they approved me to race loud. Um, yeah, I forgot all about my super modified racing at Lee and all that. But this, <laughs> this is how I, I have a small block super that I had for a little while. So. Um, but I only just ran like I didn't ever ran all the time. I just kind of yeah. get something, go race it, run okay, move on, you know, get rid of it yeah, and I move just, on to the next adventure. Uh, like the ADD, I thought the ADD, I think it was. <laughs> hey, yeah. happens. Yeah, Here you're there. I always said with glasses and medication, I'll never lose. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so what did you run out loud? So, what do you like for a car that you got approved for? So, I got approved, Brett Bodine over there, all that whole, yeah, it's a whole little process back then, actually, a little easier than, than now, I guess. Well, I guess we'll get into that a little bit, but, mm. um, so uh, it's finally the guy I get approved and I go I'm like the the verbiage I use was shit I get off the pot like yep. I, I, the guy was coming over every day and absolutely I like, and I think he was I thought he was fucking with me excuse my French yeah like, no yeah and no, I was yeah. like I'm like finally I'm like dude are you, are you like I'm tired of doing this and he and uh, he ended up he ended up buying a car and uh, we had the sponsor this old school choppers uh, Larry Fidella was on board for he did he was on board for the whole. Um, the whole modified deal that I was running at Star. So we were still racing at Star, and then I get the opportunity to go race Loudon. I put the whole, you know, the guy bought the car, came to my shop, I took it all apart, put it all back together. I mean, I, in my mind, I had the best piece going. Yeah. And uh, we went up there, we were kind of floundered, you know, like, it was like, eh, I'm there. But that's not, I don't, I mean, you need those people to race that just to yep. be there. That's not me. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say, when, you, when you're when you used to running up front, that's yeah. gotta be a struggle to just go out there and kind of ride. 
is yeah. the best way to put it. Right. So we, um, yeah, so we did that for one race, and I, I really just didn't get along with the guy. And, uh, you know, it was taking the fun out of it. You know, I, 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 did, I didn't want to be micromanaged when it came to what we were doing. Which I don't blame you. So it kind of, I don't know if it ever would have led to something else. I think it was more for him to have something there. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was a pride thing for him. So Say he did so it. we did it. We did it. I got to do something that I always wanted to do, and he got to do something he wanted to do. So we actually, it was a win-win, but... Um, so we moved on from that, and then I actually, the later that year, I get a phone call from uh, Wade Cole asking me, because he knew I was approved to race there, and I ran um, ran a couple races for him, and I mean, what an awesome group of people. Um, actually, we're watching, there's a race. Yeah, I was going to say, the, the, the Wade, Wade Cole yeah, Memorial is yeah, on the TV okay. right now over here. Yep. The, the team, they just had a team of people that were so passionate, and they just loved to be there. I mean, they, they you, I would have thought I was dealing out junior, the way they the way they treated me Gravitated. as a driver, just the, just the people that he had with him. I mean, they still, I still talk to them from here, you know, here or there, and uh, it's a great group of people to have. So, I mean, that's racing needs, those passionate people. And one of the things about him that was always cool was the ramp truck showing up at the racetrack. It was awesome. Yeah, the car I drove was in an enclosed trailer. His was on the <laughs> ramp truck. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, and he drove it. I mean, it was an old Ford pickup, old, like, I don't even know, I don't know what the heck they called those things. But, yeah, that thing was awesome. Yeah, it was, it's cool. I had a lot of respect for it, you know. It's tough to, it's, I mean, he ran a lot, he ran a lot of races. I mean, yeah. he was one of the, I don't even know, he maybe has the most Wayland starts or something like that. I have no idea, but. We understand that buying or selling a home is a huge stress. At SK Services, customer satisfaction is our number one priority. If you're purchasing a new home or listing your current home on the market, we are here to help you. From testing services to full inspections, our services are custom tailored to meet your specific needs. SK Services has you covered. Covered from the roof to the road and everything in between. Contact Scott at SK Services today at 603-558-5140 or visit him on the web at skhomeinspections.com. A really good group of people. So we did that. And then I can't even think of what the heck happened after that year. So we kind of stopped. Uh, the Wilcox deal ended at the end of that year. And I ran a couple more Wayland races for Wade. And I went to Stafford and Thompson. I mean, we're just there. You know, it's it's a there was, yeah. it was a passion group, and I you know I'm grateful that I got to drive for them, and I just I wanted I like I said my mindset is I, like, I gotta I wanna, you want to win? Wanna, I don't. It's not even just winning. You like, want to compete on, on that level? I want to I want to be able to like be in the be in the game, top ten, even fifteen. You know, I, I just that's just me. Yeah, it's a personal thing. Um, so. And then, uh, like I said, you can stop me anytime rambling. I'm just trying to think. I'm, oh, I'm no. missing years and missing things. That nah, you're fine, man. This so, is... after, so after that, I mean, the Super might have came after that. Anyway, then we went up to Lee and ran a 350 Super for a little while. Um, kind of wasn't my thing. Super 350 Supers to me at Lee were really, you were it was really dependent on the car. Yep. Like if that car wasn't perfect, you weren't doing nothing. Like that's really? how I felt. And, uh, you know, that's just the way they were. Star Speedway, you can go with the 350 Super and not have the best car and you can wheel it. You can get up on the wheel and then, you know. More driver at Star than it is at Lee. With those, with those, in my opinion, with, yep. those, with those cars. And then um, then I started, I want to tell you, after that, I trying to like, ran some dwarf car races. We talked about that. Yeah. yeah. I ran some dwarf car races in there, here and there. Those are fun. I mean, anybody looks down on those things, you, they, they, you are up. I think they look awesome. Yeah. I mean, if everybody just thinks it's easy to drive. I mean, that most tracks, they're faster than you're, you're, one of you, you know, you're close to your Top tier level. I mean, yep. I bet you're at Claremont, a, uh, a dwarf car is probably, I know it's faster than street stock, guarantee you that. It's probably a late model time. I would say very close. Yeah. And I mean, they're, 
And they're on radials too, aren't they? No, the, uh, then no. They've always been like on a Hoosier, like Slick. treaded, like yeah. a treaded tire, treaded like tire, a, almost like the uh, the seven nineties that a um, that the uh, street stocks race. Okay, yeah, yeah, they're very similar to that. Um, but they're fun. They're they're you know, and me being uh, being tall and all that, I was like, jammed I was gonna in. say you like, had to have been crumpled yeah, up in that like, thing. Felt like a, you know, felt like my gorilla gorilla or a rat fink in there. You know? but <laughs> they they're were, they're made for guys like me who's five six and one hundred fifty five pounds. <laughs> like every race car is made for people. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, we had I had fun with that. I got I won one. A couple of years later, I won one. I drove actually drove one for Billy Osborne because I think he got kicked out of him or something, and then, <laughs> or he got fed up or tired of it or something. So they asked me to drive. I drove two or three. I got kicked out of the division. So, um, that, but now I think that's going to be a good gig. Now Ben took that over. I say, so I just think, announced too recently. Yeah, so I think that'll be. You know, me and Ben talk. You know, talk here and there. And I said, as long as you, as long as you make it racing again, because like, I kind of get away from that. I think. And you know, oh, you bump somebody or whatever. They were like really like strict about strict it, about things like that. I don't know. That's race. I mean, not to go out there and wreck somebody, but beating and banging or bumping you can and moving. lean on somebody a little bit. Yeah, that's racing. That's what makes this. Other than that, just go drag racing. If you don't want to touch yeah. nobody, go straight drag race. <laughs> that is straight, fair. Uh, wax it, you know, stuff like that. <laughs> not wrong. Now those things, they still is. And again, I don't know how. I haven't looked into too much with Ben taking over because it was announced like last week or whatever. Yeah. I know there was some debate on the six hundred versus thousand. Like yeah. I know that was some of the issues that we've had around here with those things from as of late. I guess is the best way to put it. So hopefully that can get. Yeah. Straightened out, I guess I is the best know, way to I put it. I don't know much about the rules thing. I mean, I did the I did the NHSDRA thing for a few years with them, and I'm, you know, I saw rules things. That I don't even look at them anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame you. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think I know when they were running them back when I was running them. I mean, if you, a certain track, certain tire, a six hundred could keep up. I don't even know what the horsepower difference is. I don't really. I never driven one. What are the one thousand? Everything I drove was what a six hundred GSXR motor. I mean, I thought. I mean, they were a handful. If you were, if you weren't on the edge or swapping the wheel back and forth, you were not going fast enough in one of those. Don't even know if they're still the same way. I don't know if the tires are the same way. I can tell you that when we did that, the Turkey Day and Cl- Classic up at the Claremont, the dude that had the thousand, he had the only one in the class. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it wasn't even close. Yeah, it wasn't. Even close. It was not even close. He like smoked everybody. He was half a track ahead, yeah, and then the yellow came out with like hard. four to go. So it, it made it interesting at the yeah. end. But mm-hmm. prior to that, it was a. It was a freight train. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's but and they all say Claremont's a horsepower track, so so that would that would, <laughs> yeah, that would, would make sense. Make yeah. More sense to it as yeah. well. So yeah, I did that, and then um, I'm trying to even think where where the hell I ended up. Somehow I ended up with a super late model. Um, I stopped racing for a little while, and I was laying in bed one day, and I'm like, well, I'm going to buy a super late model. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So I bought one from Bobby Cabrell. <laughs> And got way over my head financially on that for a minute, and um, ran a few races. <laughs> That'll do it. We struggled with the Super Late. I mean, actually, you guys had Derek on here last week, and you mm-hmm. can, and you can ask anybody. You can ask them. I mean, they test, test them when they would. You know, I don't know if they do it as much as they did before, but I remember when he first started racing Super Late models. I mean, I think they were at Star Speedway every Wednesday and Friday. Yeah. Test, 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 test. And they're a different animal. Yeah, it's, I mean, there's a lot of technology. A lot of understanding the bump stops and stuff like that. I mean, and just learning all that stuff. I mean, there's a lot. You have to have good driver and you have to have good equipment and a good, cha- you know, good chassis. Understand. Yeah, you can't have one or the other there. It's not like a street stock. Street stock. <laughs> street stock I feel like. I mean, it's getting a little more technical just because of you know the internet and stuff like that. So you can learn so much more stuff. Um, but that there is, if you don't have a good race car, you, you know, good setup or whatever. And you gotta have a good crew that knows 
like Derek said again if you listen to that one he said you know his proud moment was he wanted to make an adjustment he said what adjustment they should make and it worked and it was his accomplishment for that no they're good I mean Louis uh, that whole team a bunch of good bunch of people um, good group of guys and, and girls dolly dolly spots from every once in a while yeah. so yeah, I know them and a little bit and down to earth too yeah, oh yeah and, and fun to be around <laughs> yes I, that I can't contest to that but I've heard I've heard some yeah, stories I mean, I I've only heard. <laughs> yeah. so um, how long did you how many races did you actually make with the super late model I ran I think I ran two or three pass races and then I I want to say I ran two granite state races um, one we had a really good opportunity at star and got up into the top five and uh broke a freaking transmission i had i had the poles helping me i had joe pole senior on the radio joe set the car up i mean that was like probably the opportunity i had to win at a touring, Anything, at yeah. a touring level at that point you know i had all i had everything going good and i you know it was something he said in the shop too before we were like i don't like that linkage and he still blames that <laughs> linkage for not being tight enough or something and Jesus. i would just shift on a restart i didn't even try to shift it you know just try to shift just to get used to that pattern of shifting a car yep. in case I got to the front, I'm going to have to do that. So, yep. and, uh, you know, so that was about as close as I got. And I kind of got, I had two super late models actually for a minute, but I had one and then I sold one. I got another one, but I don't even remember which cars they were. I wouldn't pull help me. I think it was a straight rail pathfinder car I had, but, uh, that was about as close as I ever got to a winning any type of touring you know, type race. So, but I mean, like I said, I raced four or five times in, in a type of car. So, I mean, that was an accomplishment to me um knowing that we had a chance i mean yeah. you, you gotta put the right people around you when you when you're at that level you're like i knew nothing about bump stops i mean it was cool i like bump springs i'm like oh these are neat you know <laughs> that's cool but yeah. i don't I, know what I, they do yeah i understand they hold the car from hitting the track but like you know they just is those guys just have it so figured out and you know at that time i have a business that i'm working on and you know stuff like that and so what is your business um synergy sign works uh in manchester it started off as danger designs and i was pretty much just lettering race cars and that's what i mean that was my passion i got a lot of race cars i love racing you know <laughs> so now i don't really letter many race cars and i'm thankful for that because because <laughs> it's there's a lot to it it's that and you know the, I'm, I'm a racer too racers are i don't know uh, frugal that's the word i'll use the yeah, proper yeah. terminology yep. and um you know and and you know just getting some people you know Getting payments tough yeah, and, and, no, and then loyalty and there's a whole bunch of things that go into it you know and then the next best guy i mean me i mean i've seen it i mean i was like oh that guy's stuff's way nicer so they ver they verge over that like it's yeah. just chase you know chase down the the path of what you know what they like which is fine so i mean but weren't you not the path i wanted to go so then um and i don't even know how many years ago but now about six or seven years ago i merged with dave thomas dt they call him um and just been growing and growing and growing and growing since that's then. awesome and uh you know then i had a kid i have a, I have a daughter i had five years ago so like life is a little busier now than it <laughs> you know than it was so yeah it's a super late model deal i went to i uh, said so ben this is how i met i met ben out on a side-by-side -side trail yeah, we, <laughs> there's so a we, surprise yeah, yeah. So we both had side by sides we're both from hudson so we met each other I mean, I didn't, he was racing at hudson to inspect this stuff i really didn't know who he was we met and we just um you know on facebook or whatever and it was snowstorm and we're like hey let's go uh he's like hey you i'm like you start you on your side by side he's like yeah so we was we're two animals when it comes to yeah, it doesn't driving, surprise me if we're on the same track or on the same thing at somebody just stay away because something <laughs> something bad is so, about to happen yeah, I, I don't know what's gonna happen but um so yeah we met then and he helped me he gave me a little bit of sponsorship towards my super late model and all that and then um 
we just felt like we were always over my head with the whole situation. So we talked about going past mod racing. So in some wheeling and dealing, I got rid of the past mod. I got rid of the pro stock, the super late model. Then we got a pass mod from uh, from Maine, and we ran. I don't even say the first race. I want to say the first race we ran was Oxford, Oxford 250 weekend, and I finished. We Ooh. finished second. I'm like, oh, that's awesome, you know. I'm like, and uh, then we just ran that f- again four or five times. Yeah, <laughs> seems to be a trend. Um, and a couple podiums at Oxford, a couple good runs, um, broke some, you know, like had. It's, I mean, it's only five times. So I should remember all of them, right? Um, <laughs> but you know, but it was just like I said, I, bad luck I here, span, this here. Ta- just time, like I, I just, probably it's probably mostly my attention span. Actually, uh, look at it. you guys are exposing me. <laughs> yeah, you're fine. Hey, listen, you're good. No, yeah. and um, so we did that, and then two years ago, somehow, some way, we ended up getting street stock, a street stock, because uh, oh, they announced a loud and street stock race, and I'm like, oh, I want to do that. I want to do just, that. They just they just announced it again. again. Yeah. yeah, actually, I was texting Jimmy Senior see if he had anything to rent because I don't have a street stock anymore. Oh, it's uh, Jimmy. You got to get on it, man. <laughs> yeah, easy. Well, Mike, the car I had, the car I had, we got from a guy out in Maine, a friend of mine, Kurt Knight. He had this thing sitting in a trailer for twelve plus years. Maybe even more than that. And I tell Ben, I go, this car is a good deal. It's like 6000 bucks or $7,000 or whatever it was. I'm like, it's like a time capsule. He's like, yeah, right. Like, whatever. Like, like, you know, <laughs> You're going nuts, yeah. So, so we drive. He's like, this thing's been sitting in a trailer for 12 years. It's not going to look good at all. So we drive up to Maine with the trailer. And I don't think he was expecting to buy a race car. I think he was just kind of killing time with me or something. And um, the guy opens the door of the trailer, and he's like, looks like a brand new race car. He's like, how the fuck, how the fuck does that happen? Sitting there, 12 sitting years. there, twelve years. So we took it out, brought it over to Slicker, got it ready, went and ran loud, and I want to say we finished fourth or fifth in the car. Like I think we were pushing it like out of the shop, working on it into the trailer to finish up to, to go to loud. Actually, I sat in the car for the, in the trailer to go to Star just to make sure it ran and worked in the trailer because he only he's only up the street. So I mean, but still, it was sketchiest <laughs> thing, one of the sketchiest <laughs> things I ever did. <laughs> so we went over there and we're we're coming through, we're, we're starting to pass people and I can have a black flag he knows I'm only there to test it we got on the back of it the feature of the heat race just just in time put it back in the trailer and drove it loud and, and yarded a car off into the corner at I don't know 115 yeah 20. nuts <laughs> absolutely nuts so, had no idea if we put all the bolts in it or, or we ended up we ended up finishing fifth up there for that race and then Ran a few races around street stock again, probably four or five races here or there with it. Rebodied it, went back again with it, and um, struggled the second year. We finished sixth, which I mean, to me was a disappointment because I think you know he uh, Ben put all the efforts in to give me the best piece. So I, yep. I'm hard on myself when it comes to things when not finishing good. And then we ran there's a handful of times. It's just so damn busy. Like all yeah, life gets in the way. Have and uh, look, at, I mean that's that's why this deal is going to be really good. But um, so yeah, then we ended up the next year. We I talked him into <laughs> buying a modified because we developed this NHSDRA modified thing. And then the first race, I think uh, we ran, we took that up to Oxford, struggled, took it to Lee Oktoberfest, hit a couple people. Um, should have won. As if you ask Russ Hersey, <laughs> if you ask Russ Hersey, I probably should have won four races, but I only won two with it. <laughs> He's like, oh. so he's always picking on me. But then we went over to Hudson with it uh, in 2020, and we, there was the first Hudson Cup race, and 
struggled all day in practice and um there's another russ hersey story that he drove pretty much i think he had he had a remote control on the truck and he was driving and i just had this my name on the roof <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome As he, uh, you could ask, probably ask Corey that stuff because he's always in here talking about that stuff and then um yeah so we won we won the first feature because the time we time trialed we won, we time trialed first ran the uh won the first feature because he started on the pole second feature started in the back with only like two laps to go, we were passing uh, Alyssa Rivera. Is that Rivera? Yep. Rivera. Rivera. And we passed her like with two to go to win that. So then we that was, so that was a short was a short season. Then we went to Manadnock, and that lasted. The first, we had double features there. Finished seventh in the first one, and the second one. I don't know if you were there for it, or there's a picture on the internet. I got Roby's car like in my cage, and the things destroyed. <laughs> yeah, I think I've seen that. I wasn't there yeah. that night, but I think I've seen that yeah. picture you're talking yeah. about. And then I never raced it again. So then last year with a bunch of stuff going on, you know, the pandemic stuff going on. And I had, a, I, so last year, the beginning of last year, I hooked up with an amazing, uh, I'm going to gonna call it a team, but the leader of the team, Matt from USA Insulation, called me out of the blue. We did a, we, I lettered a, tra- a truck for him and he was doing the insulation at my house and we just clicked. Came. Yeah. I kind of thought my racing career was kind of over last year. I was like, just done. I'm like, yeah, whatever. Time for a boat, you know, like, yeah, you know, hey, go back to that, go do that. And, um, so at the end, of, you know, the end of last year we ran those a couple times and put some, you know, he did put some good money towards it to get us to that point and ease the pain off of Ben and all that. And then this year, kind of trying to figure out what the heck was going, you know, what we were gonna, what we were gonna do. And there's a lot going on. I mean, we had a guy working on the stuff he couldn't work on anymore. Just a snowball of effect at yep. the end of last year, and mm-hmm. um, I'm like losing the years, but uh, yeah. <laughs> So he came back on bigger and better this year. Um, Matt and his team at USA Insulation, and uh, so the, he's like, at first he wanted to buy a car, and I'm like, oh man, I don't know if I wanted like that. This is a lot. That's just a lot of work, business, kids, kids family, you know, everything. Like trying to like, I'm like, what do I do? And because uh, he wasn't, they weren't going to do it. This deal here, and uh, that's what we were aiming for. It'd be like awesome. Yeah, you know, they can get the car tracked. We can. This would be. This would be the way to do it. But he stepped up, up big, and they call, and we were going to build a car. We were going to build a pass mod, brand new. We were going gung-ho back to Maine. And uh, I'm like, I'm, in my mind, I'm like, I hope I don't go for the five-race attention span problem I have. <laughs> like, yeah. So that seems to be a trend. And then um, this deal here worked out, and he, Corey messaged me. I messaged uh, Matt, and we had a meeting. We have a couple, you know, we have meetings. We try to have, we try to get together every couple of weeks because we feed off each other business-wise and stuff like, you know, stuff like that. And um I kind of want to break that down though a little bit. So when he says they, we're we're obviously at apex yeah, yes. yeah. here. Um, sign behind us. Yeah, this <laughs> yeah, we should have. This uh, this bad boy behind us is going to be. So this is going to be a two part thing. We're going to talk about one part first, and we're going to bring Corey on and talk about the second part. But the first part is, I believe, this is the crate mod that you'll crate be in. mod. Yep. So what are we doing with the crate mod? So right now the plan is, so they're doing, they just finally announced some of the races that are going on. We're going to be doing those Whitcomb races, the five races. I mean, there's some, uh, the NHSTRA and the Whitcomb group of people there are putting some, uh, <laughs> for for stuff like this is an, uh, an obnoxious amount of money. It's a I, lot. It's yeah. a lot there's of an money. There's an $8,000 to win race and there's like three $6,000 to win races and yep. three $5,000 to win races and I mean, um, yeah, so we're going to plan on racing just those races. No weekly, you know, 
30, 40, none of that. None yeah, of weekend none of the stuff. short stuff. I mean, unless we're trying to find some speed somewhere yep. or something. And we're so, um, and we're keeping the car here at Apex. Yeah, and it's, 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 the, it's the rental deal. It's, it's the rental deal. Yeah, thing. this is, uh, well, I'm, I'm calling it the leasing program. Okay. I think it's a little bit, I don't know, rental. To me, when you say that word rental, it's like a, uh, like you're, like, like a go kart, you guys always yeah. call it rental yeah. go karts. Yeah, 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 I think it's a little more classy than that. Lease it. Their yeah. operation, I like here, that. their operation here is, a, I think, is a little. It's, a little, yeah. it's, it's, a, it's a it's a nice situation, and um, so yeah, I mean, we we hooked up, we got the con, you know, we you know, obviously figured out what we needed to do to operate the situation, and yep. um, you know, everything's brand new. I mean, this is this is. I I thought I had the best of the best when I had when I was driving the car for Ben. Yeah. And I think this is might even be just a, a notch above, which is good. I mean, I fit in it a lot better. <laughs> um, you know, I, I mean, Troyer cars for tall people are just is too tight. But I mean, we had good success with that. But uh, like this deal here is, you know, new motor. You know, everything's everything's right. So and everything looks it. He's learn. He's you know he's learning the chassis side of things, and and he think he's picking up real quick. He's got a lot of attention to detail and talking to him. Oh yeah. I mean, he's already got some stuff that he's talked to me about. That, not that I'm no chassis expert by any means. Um, that is beyond me. And I'm like, well, I'm like, <laughs> you show it to me mechanically, I can understand it. Yeah. Um, you show it to me on a computer diagram. Mm, can't get there. I'm pretty tech savvy, but not when it comes <laughs> to that. Like, um. um so yeah, I mean we're gonna run ten. We're gonna run those. I think the five, and then the five um, belt races. Yeah, so I don't think I'm gonna run all the belt races. I guess we'll start out because I think the first one that Mananock is a. It's Wickham just a Wickham race. race. Mm-hmm. So we'll start off with that. See how we do. And I think the first one at Claremont is a Whitcomb race. Yeah, as well. which is a Wickham and, and a belt cup. race or yeah, cup, cup race. race. Excuse so me. I'm yes. Like, yeah. So I'm like Claremont, not one like. I don't know. Maybe I have to have some success there. Today. Yeah, it's just like anything. I went, I yeah, mean, you got to bring I, this bad boy down. I went to st- I went to Star and I remember the first time going to Star. I'm like, screw this. I'm like, I got you know, I stuck here. <laughs> yeah. And then I ended up, you know, you know, you know, pulled off a bunch of you know a bunch of wins over there. And I'm like, oh, that's one of my favorite racetracks. You know, like yeah, yeah it's just Claremont's oddly shaped, <laughs> very oddly I don't know shaped. What they were thinking when they put that place together. One and two are <laughs> seem to be the the tricky. If you, I feel like if you can master one and two. The rest of the track. And I did in the Dwarf car. We were fast when we went to the Dwarf car. I had a friend of mine, Mickey there, Mike Provost. He was there, and he, he's like, I watch all the other divisions. Nobody's going to the bottom going in there. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. so, so we went up there and watched. I'm like, all right. I'm <laughs> yeah, like, I nobody think, does. I'm like, I think I'm supposed to be down there, but I just kept staying up there. Yeah, you got to be way up top. Figuring yeah. it out. And yeah, I mean, we were we were the fastest Dwarf car there that day for sure, but um, we broke three or four times during the day. Cool. <laughs> you know, it was like picking bubble gum and, and zip tied together, that, the car I was driving for... Um, for Wilcox, there's another, another Wilcox I was driving. For. Different one, yeah. A different one. He had a bunch of dwarf cars, and he asked me to drive one. Fun, kind of let me do my own thing, and um, you know, and most of the duct tape and zip tie was probably my fault because I just like rushed to get together. <laughs> uh, but we were real fast there, and um, Jeremy Wilcox. That's that's the name. Just in case he watches it, I'm like, oh crap. Yeah. Um, but he's moved. He lives in like where was it? Was it Chili Bowl at? Oh. <laughs> um. I want to say Iowa, but I know that's wrong. Yeah, Nebraska. I don't even know. Somewhere. Yeah, Down the grow, Midwest they somewhere. They corn or potatoes somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Wherever it is. They got a big tall guy outside the building. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. 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 So he's out there. He, he follows everything on, you know, online around here. He's chiming in. You'll probably see him on the internet once in a while. He chimes in locally still. Yeah. Actually, he's from, I think, halfway between here and like Manchester where, where he lived with the cars because I remember driving... Maybe Claremont. I have no idea. This, as I say, as I said to him earlier in the day, like there's not to break it up. When I come over to this side of the state when racing, I feel like I feel like I even went to California. Like yeah, it's, like, a, it's different. A lot of people don't know the people from over there. It's yeah. like it's just bizarre. Like it's just so separated. Yeah. Um, 
But I think that's the beautiful thing about the NHS TRA because I kind of want to double back to that. You seem to be like you have you have your hands in that or had uh, yeah. your hands in yeah. the NHS TRA thing, developing it. I have gone on record a billion times. It's obnoxious kind of at this point <laughs> by saying that the NHS TRA, I think, is a great concept because it's you're putting everybody kind of on the same page to travel around two different tracks to chase this big money. Mm-hmm. How how did you get involved? I know you're not involved now, but how did you first get involved? Was it with Ben? Yep. So me and Ben became really good friends at the time. You know, and at the time, and he was buying half the Speedway, and to get that, you know, he was getting that whole thing. And then the Rens were buying racetracks, and I have actually known the Rens for a long period of time. I mean, they're from the Nashua area. I'm from the Nashua Hudson area. Right. You know, we're all kind of from that area, and um, you know, one of the things that me and Ben constantly talked about, and there was one of the things I'm like, we need to. Like we need to somehow get all these together as many as we can, yeah. Because it's gonna die if we don't. Yep. That's, and that was just something I really, I was like stressed on. Like, like if we can get the, I mean, we had Bobby Junior involved at the beginning. I mean, and he had such a thing going over there that was hard to mix into that. But he tried. Um, and we just, I mean, there's a lot of hours at like <laughs> yelling back and forth. Oh, I bet. Like trying yeah. to get it, trying to get it all. I mean, you guys over here had totally different rules and, and yep. totally, I mean, there was a, I mean, we can go all day. That can be a whole other segment. On oh, yeah. Thing, but um, it just, it became another job. Um, to try to figure it all out and yeah, get it straightened it, out. I think, it, I, I mean, I it's, stopped the beginning. I kind of stopped the beginning of this year. I mean, we won't get into why or whatever. Yeah. Um, just to keep it politically correct. Um, and plus, I mean, I still get along. I mean, I went to lunch with Jeff and Norm the other day. I mean, we all talk all the time, and, and I mean, they're great people to me. But when it came to that thing, I needed to get out. I was yep. trying to – I have a, I have a business to run. Yep. I have a child to take care of. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to – I want to go racing again. Yeah, <laughs> like, I don't blame you. I was racing here and there, and then you know, there was controversy about that. Oh, he's racing NHSTR. He can't do. I'm like, yeah, which is why I wanted to say up front that you are yeah. no longer <laughs> yeah. involved in the NHSTR. But I, I just wanted to touch on it because, again, I'm, uh, I'm a no, beater I, I, of the I, drum. I, I, of the and, I've been all, and I've been all friggin' all over the place because I'm kind of new to this whole podcasting. And, <laughs> and I, you know, I mean, and so yeah. Um, so aren't we actually? Yeah. <laughs> Turns out. Yeah, support it. I mean, you got to start somewhere. Everybody's got to start somewhere. And yeah. Um, so, yeah, I did. I, I mean, like I said, it was at the beginning of last year. You know, I kind of said to Ben, I'm kind of just going to, I'm going to take a step away if yeah. you have any questions. I mean, and still from time to time, I get questions, calls, mm-hmm. you know, because I, I, you know, I was part of that whole thing for, a, you know, for a long, for a long time, you know, and it was a lot of us that made it happen. It was a team of people that really, you know, put it together. I mean, I was really good friends with Norm, you know, Norm the Third. Yeah. And, um, you know, there was just hours and hours and meetings and meetings. And, like, we're just trying to get it all, trying to get the same page. Mm. I th- it sounds like it's still going good. Like, this year, I mean, I know there's been some meetings and it sounds like they made some changes and it sounds... I think he may be able to... I think he has a little bit more inside to that. Yeah, thing, but again, I think no, so. They've changed a couple of things. They've left some things yeah. alone. They're trying not to make wholesale changes, which is yeah. the big thing. Yeah, you can. I mean, it's been said since they won Friday. That's why it was such a battle figure. I know, like, let's figure out where we can go where you don't, you know, where you don't have to make big changes right make adjustments yeah. absolutely i mean every i mean nothing's nothing's a, nothing's perfect nothing will ever be every, perfect everything's evolving all the time new technology yep. comes out so i mean you gotta just follow along with it and i mean right now i think it's good i mean i was the street stock guy so yep. the rest of the stuff i was part of but i was the guy the go-to guy as a street stock. i was not the only one there was people all around it was like i said it was a team yep. a team effort on all that stuff but um 
I got all the street stock stuff, and my baby was a street stock. So I'm a street stock guy. I'm, my two favorite race cars are street stocks and modifieds. I love them. You know, I love driving street stocks as much as I like being in these. There's, pres there's a prestige about the modifieds oh, yes, that, I, that I love, but I also love driving a street stock. So yeah. and right now, I think, and I'm not saying it's because of me or anything. I'm just saying right now, it looks like the street stocks, even just the NHS DRA, is probably one of the biggest numbers Healthy. weekly at each individual track. Was it was at Claremont for sure? Yeah. There's yeah. no doubt about that. And I mean, it's good racing. I mean, there was a we can like so we can go all day on this, but like yeah, I hear it all the time. I oh, the big the Renfrew, the this, the that. You know, it's like, <laughs> but those, but those, but they, you know, they, not for nothing. They work every day on their stuff. Yep. They do their homework. You know, Al, like Albie winning everything. Like I mean, like you guys understand every day. That's his life. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, like at the end of it, <laughs> all he still has is those trophies and that free stock. Yep. Like that's his life. Like I mean, you gotta understand, you're gonna get beat by that. Absolutely. Uh -huh. Every time. Yeah. Every. I mean. And, and I think that's good. I think it's good for... But it elevates the game. Division. We've talked about it. It it's elevates your game when you see those guys roll in every as time. A, as well, a fan, I love I love when Jimmy or or Albie or Max or whoever's in the Renfro cars, I love when they show up because I go, now it's on. Well, that's how I am. I go, if I'm going to race, I want to be... If I want to be the best, you got to be the best. So if I'm going there, I want, I want the best to be there. Like, we yeah. went to Loudoun last year and Albie wasn't racing. I'm like, ah, oh, well, I mean... So Jimmy, I mean Jimmy ended up winning, and we ended up finishing third last year. We ended up second through Tech, but um, you know I wanted I wanted to race with Alvy. Yeah, absolutely, see, yeah. see if I, could, I wanted to see if I could compete with Alvy. Alvy's been the guy up there to beat. So I mean, who knows? You go go back and lap times and figure it out. And Jimmy might have been better than Alvy. Should break it down, but I mean, I yep. it would have been who knows? It would have been a good race. But I, I, I like that when you, I want the best there. Exactly. You know? I don't. I'm not definitely not one of those people like. Oh man. Like, they're here. We got to uh, beat them now. Show, yeah. Showed up with their car. Like, oh, not even that. Like, some people just get so, like, so depressed about. It. I mean, like I said at the beginning of this podcast, I, oh, yeah. I went up a division because I got mentally scared of another person's race car. Yeah. And I was like, now looking back at, it, I'm like, what? Like, I should have ran against them. And I probably would have freaking won half the races because I was competing with the strictly stocks. Yeah. Like looking yeah. looking back at, it, I'm like, man, I really screwed up that year. But um, mm -hmm. I don't. I think it's a great thing. I mean, the modifieds they got a good package together where it's affordable. Yeah. In my, yeah. I mean, in my in in my opinion, the late model thing. You know, last year the meetings were trying to get act rules involved, and now you see a few act cars. You know, grew the division. That division was almost out. Almost. It was, it was literally. I remember remember sitting in meetings, and it was. Did we just get rid of them? It was close. Yeah. And I'm like, like, oh, let's give this a shot. You know, like, you know, let's why don't we try this? And you know, and I think it's working. I mean, an act car. If it was a real good team, I think they'd come and compete. Yeah, but I mean, but you got guys buying an act car that just buy an act car and show up, put the gear in it, and go race. I mean, that's mm -hmm. just not going to work that way. Not when you're competing against the best, you know, like Ricky Bly, fellows, those guys got yeah. their got their A game together. And I want to say even Ricky might have ran his act car. I, mean, I think he had an act car. He ran a couple times and competed. I think at, so. At Claremont, Could have. I think if so. I ever, if I remember, but anyway, yeah. So that's that. But I am, like I said, I'm no longer a part of it not that I'm not a part of it I mean I'm racing in it I mean I'm supporting yeah, it supporting, supporting ten, it ten just races, a different type of 10 races this year with it. it I mean I'm excited about it like, I like a lot I like you know a lot of the guys involved I'm friendly with them on a you know on a personal level they know me personally know my kid um, so I mean I think it's still years and years of Evolving, but um, well, know, I I hope it stays around for years and years and years because I want tracks to stay around for years and years and years. Yeah. So speaking, well, we're from Claremont, obviously, and I mean, how many years were we on the fence of being like, is the track even? Yeah, there was a couple of years year? there were. I mean, we ran. I think one year we had four outlaw shows, and that yep. was it, just to keep the grandfather clause, keep in. the grandfather clause in. You know, that that's how close we were to losing 
to yeah. losing Claremont. Yeah, that I don't was know, and I don't know what great. the reasons were for that over there, but I know like around this these parts, as people get frustrated as the damn people, as a uh, Tyler Carpenter, the keyboard warriors or whatever, because <laughs> I was on the back. What did they say on the back of his car? That kid, that this one down there, the. Uh, yeah, keep, oh, something. keep pounding the keyboard or something. Yeah, yeah something, something like, like that. Yeah. It's like, I don't know why. Why do you got to do it? Like, yeah. I don't, I'm the type of person, like you go on my Facebook, I don't talk shit. Like there's no reason for it. I don't go on people's things and talk shit. Maybe once in a while I'll joke. Yep. But like, yeah. I don't, if I have a problem, I'm going to say it. You, you know, go man to man. And most people know that yep. with me. I'm going to like, I'm going to come up to here and I'm going to say something. I mean, I can be wrong. I've been wrong. Yep. And if I figure out I'm wrong, I'm going to come back to you and say it again. Like I'm not going to, I'm not going to go on on a public display of, like, yeah, I don't know, yeah. and that's the only thing that I think is hurting any type of racing at the moment is like that stuff is, you know, some people just don't want to go to like I'll call it negativity. I don't want to go there, you know. And, yeah. yeah, they don't want to deal with drama. And in the way I thought about it was, why would you want to put? that much time into so say you're trying to go to a claremont and i'm not saying this happens at claremont but um if you're putting time into building in working on a car and you see online that street stocks are you know a dumpster fire and people are getting wrecked it's like well why do i want to take my car with the potential of having to bring it back in pieces that doesn't make any sense yeah. right when in reality it's just one guy who got dq'd off of something you know what i mean oh yeah something ridiculous yeah that, and that stuff too not even just wrecking it's d people get dqing and going on there like i mean take it like if you get dq'd Take it like take it on the chin. Yeah, take it on the chin. And I've seen some people go on there. I, I saw somebody post something, and I was pretty proud of what they wrote. And I actually want to say I either called them or sent them a message. Uh, you know, I forget who it was, and you know they they take it. You know, I screwed up. You got me. Yeah, we got exact. <laughs> you got me. That's it. You know that's all it should be. Yeah. I mean, if it's something like if it's something that you, I mean, yeah, you have the right to fight if you feel like you are in the right. Right. And if you can prove it right, then awesome view. But why go on the internet to? Run your, no, run your mouth, I, basically. I, yeah, I don't get it. You <laughs> always say it could be worse because Snowball Derby, it sounded like, uh, I mean, we were in tech for like four, four hours, hours or something four hours. like that. Yeah, I was and actually talking to I was talking to Jer, uh, Jerry Babb because I actually, when I worked in North Carolina, I worked with Jerry and he was the crew chief on that car. And yeah. I asked him how bad it was. He's like, oh, freaking crankshaft right out of it. Like, he was like, <laughs> he's like, we didn't even squawk. Yeah, he's, just like, he's, like, he's like, we, we you know, we knew it was legit, and that's... Let him go. But you know that. You go to the Snowball Derby. Yep. What do they call it? The Room of Doom. Room, room of Doom. Doom. Yeah, so, like, you know you're going there. If you run, if you win, you... You're going to tear down. Yeah, you're going to need another trailer to bring your stuff. Yep. yep. So, I mean, people... I mean, people on there don't even... Like, they were talking about they were weighing body panels, and I'm like, oh, were they really? He's like, no. It's like, I'm like, they probably pulled it apart to see fine wiring, wiring and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, yep. tungsten and stuff yep. like that. And, um, yeah, I mean, so, yeah. I don't know. That's it. The NHSDRA. I really think. I hope it th keeps thriving. Yeah. Spotify deal. There. I'm hoping they get some people from Connecticut. To, well, us to, too. Us too. Connecticut money up. spends pretty well up here. I'm, that's all I'm saying. But uh, so this bad boy. What yep. number are we running? So we're gonna run 98. Actually, it's on the back of my shirt. 98. It's on the back. Number okay. 98. And that's been my family number. My dad. Every once in a while, you'll see me either in a number 98 or a number 12. Those are two family numbers. Usually, I kind of try to stick to those unless I'm driving for someone. Yep. Um, you know, it's their number or whatever. I mean, throughout the years, I've had, I don't know, I can't even t count how many numbers Probably I've ton. been driven in. But um, yeah, we're going to be number 98. And uh, my dad always picks on me when I don't have that. So, <laughs> and, um, so we're going to run that. And it's going to be USA Insulation um, as a main sponsor. I mean, if I, you know, they're. <laughs> they're a phenomenal group of people. I went to their I went to their uh, Christmas party yesterday, nice. and then they were just really talking about how I mean they give 
like, I, I've never been in a company type of meeting like that, and, but they, you know, they got, they got text there and they're making percentage of what they, they're making money off what they do. So they're part of their company. Wow. Good. So it's not only that they have an awesome product, they're yeah. an awesome company. So it's like, it's great to be around those rep- and representing them yeah. on the racetrack. So, I mean, I'm, I'm excited about that. And, um, yeah, and I don't know if you guys want to talk to Corey about the next Yeah, I think we got to get Corey over figure here. up. Apex Racing, located at 972 West Swansea Road in Swansea, New Hampshire, wants to remind you that their doors remain open Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. And don't forget that Apex Racing is a Spafco race chassis dealer. Apex Racing has brought it from all-star performance, Wildwood, Sweet, Quartermaster, Powermaster, Longacre, Campfire, Supponents, Honsa Races, and much, much more. Apex Racing, we'll see you in victory lane. We got rid of him. So, again, we talked about his 10-race deal with the um, crate car. So what else we got in store around these parts down here? Yeah, so I'm going to make this quick. I'm just here <laughs> to remind you or to remind everybody how quick things change, right? Because the last time I was on here, we talked about what I wouldn't be doing Yeah. with, with the tour mod. Well, schedules came out, and there's three NASCAR wheel modified tour races at, in New Hampshire. So we got Lee, Mananoc, and Claremont. That's actually four, four. but one you're four. not going to go to probably. Maybe. New Hampshire. Yeah, maybe. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, DJ just broke it, I guess. We're putting, I'm putting the, I'm um, turning my tour mod into wheel and, a wheel and legal so we can go run those three races. Um, I'm excited for it. It's a pretty cool opportunity, I think. <clears throat> Who knows if, you know, they'll ever be back here in New Hampshire three times in a year again, so... Definitely going to try to take advantage of it. Um, This is a good time to talk about it because Steve's going to drive for me at Lee. Yep. um, Which I'm really excited for. for, uh, Steve's got a lot of experience over there, a lot of success over there. So it uh, it works out really well. Plus, we already have a relationship created with the crate car now. So, um, yeah, basically just just wanted to kind of get that out there, uh, let Steve talk about it, and, and let everybody know. Uh, make sure you be looking for the Apex cars at the NASCAR races. The other Manhattan Claremont ones, driver is to be announced. So so uh, keep your eyes open for that. Perfect. Sound good? Sounds great. Thanks. Listen, I'm all for it. All right. I'll let Zach I think you can go in back in, in now, Zach. I'll make it yeah. quick. Yeah, we're good. See how I caught that on my foot? So now it's out of the bag. Yeah. So you got one other race this year. Yeah, he was um, talked about doing it. Actually, I came in to drop off something and uh, I saw the spec motor over there. I'm like, oh, geez. <laughs> What's that over there for? <laughs> like, what's going on over here? And uh, just shooting the breeze. And then I said, uh, I mean, I'd be interested in running at, uh, at Lee. Like, I mean, he said a ton of success. Yeah, I mean, I've run a bunch of stuff there. I mean, I've run yep. well at Lee, I feel. Um, I don't know about Wayland, Mo- Wayland Modify. It's going to be a real big strategy type race. So yeah, so we'll, like, yeah we'll 175 laps. And only two sets of tires. And that place, you can burn a set of tires off in 25 laps. Yep. So, sure. Um, I'm just hoping to have a good outing and have fun. I mean, at this, at this point in time in my career, like, obviously, at that level, I want to run. I want to compete. I don't know, I'll put a, I'll put a goal of a top fifteen would be phenomenal. Yeah, absolutely, you know, say get thirty cars, top fifteen I'll be ecstatic about, um, and finish you know and finishing the race, uh, which is something I've run a couple of Wayland races and that's something I actually have never done was finish one of those races. So um, 
yeah, so I'm pumped. USA insulation again. Yeah. If I, you know, I mean, if you're going to get on something like this, I want to pump them. I mean, they're for sure. And uh, they're, they're all excited about it. You know, it's going to be some TV exposure for them and and all that. And uh, no, I'm just, um, I mean, he's everything they've been doing here is top. Like they just the attention to detail is awesome. Again. And uh, it's just uh, it's exciting because the like. They are like he's sending this. This thing's going off to Spafco. I think it's leaving tomorrow. Tomorrow he's gonna have Kenny mount the seat, and uh, you know they're gonna do some updates. And then yeah. there's no. I mean, he had the car or had the stuff as you called it earlier, set up as a rental deal. You know that was just to get people's feet wet. This yeah. is now, like I said, I'm calling it a leasing, leasing deal. Yeah, which is I mean, you know, just silly little things like lightweight components on the front end, like the pulley stuff. Like this, you know, when he first did it, had the basic stuff because it was somebody get their feet wet. Now we're we're going out to compete with this car. Yep. So you know he's yeah. It's, I don't know, pumped for it, all of it. It's, all hands on deck. Yeah, and this, you know, I, I mean, most people don't want to hear this. They think it's, you know, I don't know, Silver Spoon style stuff. Yeah, I just got to show up and drive. I mean, I'm doing, I'm working on the other side. Yeah. You know, I'm not, you know, I'm going to work, I'm working on the other side so I can get myself, so I can be here. Yeah. And do, and that's just how I do my best. So, I mean, if people want to fault me for it, they can. I was going to say, there's no right or wrong. There's, I a mean. Lot, there's a lot of people in a lot of racing that show up with a bag and race. Absolutely. And, um, and don't do nothing. So yeah. Um, yeah. hopefully um, hopefully, I like to at least get a win this year in the crate car. I mean, that's going to be some big – I mean, they're big races, big competition. Yeah. You know, I know, you know I'm sure the Roby – Roby's going to have a car for all those big races. You know, you got Pat Knott up here and all yeah. that. You know, there's some big names. I mean, obviously, another car out of the stable with Kimball. You know they won a ton of races last year, so my uh, my expectations are high. I want to I want to compete well, and I'm super excited for the opportunity. You know they believe in me, and I mean the deal that we put together is is awesome. Yeah, this is not benefiting. It's not benefiting one person or the other. But you know, it's everybody. It's, it's everybody's benefiting. You know, everybody's. It's an equal thing. I mean, you hear about people renting rides or or leasing a program. It's just about somebody putting money in their pocket yep. that's not how it is that's not how that's not how their operation is here i mean he takes a lot of pride in what's going on here and uh, i'm hoping we can learn he can learn from me i can learn you know learn from the operation yeah learn from him and we can you know they have all the pull down machines i mean they have yeah everything the shop they, is they, spectacular yeah i mean yeah. they have they have everything you need to go to the front so hoping i mean they should have I mean, I'm sure he's setting up. He's got a couple cars here that he's working on for setting up with other people. And I mean, with the Kimball deal last year, that should have been proof enough that proof in the pudding. That, yes, it is. I mean, they, that they have that they have what it takes. Um, I think they got like 11 wins, something like that. So I'm hoping he has a little less this year, and a couple of them are going <laughs> to be you. Yeah, I don't blame you there. But I'm sure yeah. he's going to run. I don't even know what he. I don't even know what his deal, what his plan is. I really haven't. A few times I come here, he hasn't been in here. I don't. I mean, yeah, I think they're still waiting on some some things to fall and just to see yeah, what to see what's going to go. So I don't know if he's chasing championships on the weekly level or whatnot. Yep. Um, I don't. Have, I don't have time for that. So. Yeah, no, I don't blame um, you. So yeah, and um, I guess that's where I'm at. I mean, I hope cool. you guys have any more questions for me or whatnot. I mean, I rambled on for the first uh, three quarters of this. <laughs> You're fine. So no, um, appreciate you coming down and meeting us up. I know it was an hour and a half, two hours, whatever it took you to get over yeah, here. It's an hour yeah. for me. I think it's an hour for you, right? Just yeah. about, yeah. So yeah. meet in the middle. It took, me, it took me an hour and a half to get here from my shop over in Manchester because it's – There's no there. easy way to get there. No, I don't yeah, understand. So. I feel like I'm – it's like Bermuda Triangle over here. <laughs> Like, well, how do I get out? Thank you for supporting this shop, man, because these guys, Jonah and Corey and everybody, they do a lot for us. So yeah. anytime we can 
try to help return the favor yeah, we, no, we you, try you to do com- it you so. commented on one of the posts and I posted about yeah, get a hold of me I don't know which one it was, I don't know who it was DJ it was, it was me it was yep. one of you guys and I'm yeah, like yeah. I don't even know who I'm talking to that yeah, was know? me you were good man and then I'm yeah. like I'm not even sure if they even know who the heck I am or anything about me and he's like oh I know you, got a, you raced the street stock a couple times I'm like oops a little more than that but yeah, <laughs> yeah apparently it was but <laughs> and, yeah. um, but like you know not like I said um, I had uh, someone else I was like yeah these guys I don't been I, I mean they called me last year I drove them an ad knock their their other car they had the 43 yeah. they called me and asked me if i wanted to run it and they said yeah i went out there i just kind of drove around easy you know i don't want to tear up this stuff i mean yeah and uh i still don't want to tear up this stuff but there's gonna be a different style like i'm racing this year like, yeah i don't I'm blame going, you i mean i'm going i'm gonna go for it every time i'm there i'm hoping that we are you know like you said the people pulling the track and start getting intimidated by it and that's the best way to have it i'm hoping yeah. it happens i don't know i mean i've i have one in an nhstri mod- i modified already a couple times so i'm not so i know it can i know i can do it you can so do it I'm just got to um see if i you know get acclimated with these spafco chassis here at apex racing and go from there go from there cool well we appreciate yeah. it man thank yeah. you very much thank you. thank you for coming on thank you We'd like to take a moment and thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Turn 4 Podcast. Have a question, comment, or query? We would love to hear from you. Reach out to us today at our Facebook page, Turn 4 Podcast. And until next week, we'll see you at the racetrack.